All right, here we go, guys. Here we go. All right, we're counting down. Everybody, when you watch me, watch me. When I applaud, everybody applauds. Okay, big energy. And because here's the thing is that Mark will know if your energy is not high. That's the thing. And he will not give it at all his all if you don't give it your all. I feed off of your energy. That's the thing. And he'll know. And he'll put on a, a good show for a good audience. And I have a sneaking suspicion this is a great audience. <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm getting, I'm getting word in my ear. All right. We're coming down. 60 seconds, everyone. Let's set up. We're going to hear the band. It's going to be great. Did we mention it's episode 70 of Best of the Best? No. No. Nor did we mention our names. Well, my name's Andrew. And I'm this Mark. Is, this is Mark over here. It's episode 70. Today is July 8th, 2013. Here we are. Just you're, You caught us in the middle of a wonderful discussion that yeah. we always talk about. Our favorite show, Big, if, Big Brother. If there was a camera, we would have looked over and said, oh, oh, oh hello there. Oh, hello. We didn't see you there. And then... A, a, an alternate shot where yeah. we'd also look over that shoulder. Oh, do you, you, you too. You're sneaking up on me. You're so quiet. Why are there so many of you? Why are you guys smiling like that? Well, the reason we're talking about Big Brother is because, Mark, we are here in the dead center of summer. That's what summer means. Summer, it's it's the biggest party of the summer. Do you like to watch? <laughs> that was that was Julie's creepy like uh, sell for the for the 24 hour live feeds. Do you like to watch? It's on TV Guide Network now, which is which is odd. TVGN, yeah. Is it the same? I mean, is it is it the exact same thing as it was on Showtime too, or do they have to cut around it even further? I'd assume they'd have to cut around it even further, right? I I don't know. I I only watched, I've I've only watched like a couple of minutes of the After Dark. Mm-hmm. It looks awful because the show is still shot in four three, but TVGN has like a rule that everything's going to be shown in letterbox no they just just, blow it up oh that looks that would be awful yeah and i don't want to like change my setting for my television every time so i'm just looking at this washed out just cut it they can't just throw a black bar because even like well that's what they do on that's what they do on cbs yeah that's what i'm saying yeah they they have like a thing that they show ah that's a weird show yeah um but uh, it's also summer, Mark. Uh, the fourth was last week. How did you celebrate? How did you celebrate America's freedoms? I went to friend of the show. Well, friend, acquaintance of knowing of the show, of knowing of the show. Yeah, uh, Quinn Saunders' house for yeah. a pool party. Oh my goodness, how'd that go? It went well. My little dog uh, got in the water and started swimming instantly. It was really cute. Did you put it in the water or did you just jump into it? Katie Katie carried the dog into the water to see what it would do. And as soon as it, its feet touched the water, it started like mechanically moving its paws. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you let her go. It looks like she can swim. And then she let her go and she just swam. Fight or flight is what I think. I think yeah. it was just instinctive. Make sure she didn't drown. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like, um, it's like when they have those... Um, um, tiger mothers yeah those tiger mothers just chuck their children into the pool if they drown well then fuck it yeah wasn't meant to be yeah it wasn't wasn't meant to be i went to um i went to my uh friend miguel violet's house we played taboo <clears throat> it was a good time yeah 
Uh, Violet was trying to give the word applause. She started describing the word applesauce. She thought the word applause was the word applesauce. Is she um, she is dyslexic? Not, she is not dyslexic. Is she drunk? No. Mm-mm. Just Maybe uh, that was the problem. Just looked at it, and she's like, uh, this is where like you mash up fruit. Uh, Smoothie. And, and uh, you put it in a jar. Uh, and uh, jam you might put preserves a little, no no you might put a little bit of cinnamon on it uh it's uh it's a fruit that like hangs off of trees uh um oh applause yes yeah that's pretty much what was happening yeah. no i uh i cut her down in the middle of it even though like i could have just let her did you like you you gave her the hand on the shoulder the like most depressing one you're like it's over, it's <laughs> uh, over. Just, uh, let's just go you might want to look at look at that word again uh, no i said i looked saying. at her uh no miguel was saying uh, <laughs> miguel and Britt were saying i gave her a disgusted look and i said uh i told i was like what what are you doing and i said what is that word yeah and she looked at it and instead of being like immediate like oh it was like it was a good like two like one two oh and then yeah and then because because you look at the list of because the other thing is if you never played taboo uh that's like you have a card uh everybody's played taboo you don't have to no if you know no i don't think so every you have a card on the top of the card is the word you're trying to describe to your teammates but there are five other words that you can't say in describing that word so with applause it was like clapping hands ovation standing you know uh trees in case you misread it as applesauce yeah um and uh you would think she she looked at all five of those words and she'd be like oh somebody somebody asleep with a switch describing this word i can say i can say fruit i can say hang mash i can say all that stuff but no she's trying to applause um but that was uh that was our uh that was our july 4th i hope you guys enjoyed yours yeah uh andrew it is best of the best it is best of the best your only internet debate podcast on the internet mark our current record here on best of the best is 35 34 advantage mark gonzalez yes bringing us notes over here bringing us very close to that first to 500 victory yeah it's it's right around the corner if anyone is don't make plans because it'll be here sooner than you sooner than you would think uh, the winner of Best of the Best will receive a twenty-five dollar Wendy's gift, gift certificate. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew's jotting it down. He's like, "Yep, Our we hit that point. Twenty-five dollar Wendy's, Wendy's uh, gift card, and you can use that at any Wendy's. Any Wendy's. In, in fact, if you want to go to the Midwest and use it on those like half and half ones or like half Wendy's, half Tim Hortons, you can do that. You could do that. You can't get any Tim Hortons stuff. No, but you can walk in there and buy stuff on the Wendy's side. Yeah, or um, I guess if you want to use it, one of those." Um, those like rest stop have you ever been to those like you're taking like um like a big um big road, drive big road trip and they have those like what i assume what heaven would be like where it's just like clean bathrooms and then like a video arcade there's a video arcade with like a claw machine yeah. and then it's like a wendy's like a kenny, subway a kenny rogers roasters or yeah. uh or no a roy rogers yeah. usually is what it is yeah and um like a the fancier ones have like a panera in them and uh, they're just there on the highway like i just i don't know i love that part of road trips just hitting those things because each one each one is completely different Mm -hmm. and you just it's a roll of the dice that you walk into one and you're like this place is immaculate it looks like there's like a 
like a aviary. There's like a there's like a like a big skylight. Yeah. There's like a um, some kind of botanical garden somewhere, and then mm-hmm. others of them. It's it's this place. Time it's is like for, Road Warrior. Time is forgotten. This yeah. place. There's uh, there's like a top hat, uh, which used to be this old fast food chain. There's a racks. I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lids. Yeah, the hat shop. There's just a hat shop, and you're just like, can I get a sandwich? And it's like, read the sign. Yeah. Uh, and um, the, but it's always a roll of the dice, and I always love that. But uh, you can use that if, if there's a Wendy's there, if you want. In, inside of there. Inside yes. of there, yeah, sure. Uh, I went on a. I drove up to San Francisco to help my brother move, and we went to one of those rest stop places. Yeah. And the thing that got me was they had 16 different kinds of coffee in the at little the, at the wendy's no in the in like the big um immaculate rest stop area because yeah. they had a there oh it was like they, a vending machine they had a popeyes they had a subway oh, okay they had a i forget what the last one was i think it was a pizza hut to go okay so there was that in the restaurant area and then in the area proper there was the video arcade with time chasers too yeah, usually it's a time crisis. It's time time crisis, crisis too. Usually there's a big time or a, a House of the Dead. Yeah, right. And then you know they have like all these salted nuts and all that. And then in the hot drink area, they had sixteen different things of coffee, and it was like hazelnut roast, um, uh, all these off-brand names of coffee types that I've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. But it was it was shocking because usually you'll see if you're lucky you'll see three. <coughs> It's a decaf. It's a was it a good was it good coffee? No, it was awful. Yeah. It's rest stop coffee. Sure, but whatever. Anyways, anyways, you will uh, also, you also if you win mm-hmm. this episode of Best of the Best, you will also receive. Mm. This is very exciting, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Packing peanuts. Packing peanuts for life. For life. For life. Oh man, I could eat those. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. gonna have to. Probably. I looked at my bank account the other day. It just said you can't even afford to buy packing peanuts. Yeah. So, fuck you. For life. For life. Yes. It, there are only a couple things that are for life, Mark. Student loan debt. Mm-hmm. The NWO. Yeah. And packing peanuts. Pretty much. For life. For life. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the NWO. NWA? Uh, no, the NWO and the Wolf Pack. Yes. That's the other thing. That's wrestling is what I'm talking about. I thought so. Because uh, speak- it's just too sweet. Speaking of professional wrestling, Andrew. Yeah. This week's topic is SummerSlam, everybody. Pool party. Here's what's going to happen? Daniel Bryan is coming so, up against today. We're going to be talking Cena about for the that most part. great childhood event, which is going to be an exciting match. The pool party. Uh, I think Cena. You call might up your friends. Win here at Money in the Bank. You know, you get a call from your friend, and then he'll go to SummerSlam. Like, do you want to come over here in Los Angeles, like, uh, everybody? What are we going to do? And they go, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go watch. Watch Evil Dead 2, uh, play with some jarts, and you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. And then they go, I got a pool, too. And you're hmm. like, I'm there. Mm. So it's a pool party. CM Punk also rumored to be going up against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Uh, again, it'll be happening at the Staples Center. It's the biggest party of the summer, Mark. Mm-hmm. The biggest pool party of the summer. Yeah. The other thing about professional wrestling and pool parties is uh, if you had a pool you got a diving board. as a child, if you had a pool as a child... More than likely, you were power bombing a younger brother or, yeah, into, or sibling or dog into yeah. the pool <laughs> constantly. <laughs> just 
you're just like, all right, here we go. Give him a three D. You yeah. know, they get the guy jumps ahead and grabs him by the head and drops him in. It's only a four foot pool too, so yeah, and about three feet deep. Hopefully, yeah, the, you, you're doing a lot of splashing, so it's not like a lot of water out of it. Dad won't let yeah. you put the hose back in it. It costs way too much money. It's but just it doesn't dollar matter. signs coming out of it that. It doesn't hose. matter anyway. You're jumping off the deck. You're you're doing diamond cutters, stone cold stunners, RKOs. Uh, uh, doomsday devices, whatever you want. Yeah. And it's not like the water helped any. No. Because you'd backflip into hurt. it, crack your head open in it, mm-hmm. then you got to drain the damn thing, clean it out. But um, Get rid of the body. Pool party is our topic today. Again, as we said before, episode 70. Mark, we are starting with our customary coin flip. Mark, did you know that the Denver Mint is the number one producer of coins in the world? In the world? In the world. Why do we need more mints if we've got the Denver Mint doing its thing? Ah, you need to supplement it. Americans love their change. We do love. We our... will never get rid of our change, but we will also never get rid of our dollar bills. No, it's a catch twenty-two uh... that you give them dollar coins, but they want dollars, but yeah. they don't want to get rid of the penny because they love their coins. So take that as you will. But uh, the Denver Mint, largest producer of coins in the world, and speaking of the devil, Mark, our quarter today. It's from the lovely Denver Mint, mm-hmm. featuring that great preservationist, John Muir. John Muir. Uh, celebrating the great state of California here on the back of the coin. Uh, 2005, he's overlooking Yosemite, the Yosemite Valley. Want to hold for that plane, Mark? Maverick! Can we hold for the plane? Mark, uh, go ahead and call it in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is John Muir. Mm. So you lost. Mark, our first category here on Best of the Best. We're talking about the pool party. It's our topic. Mark, uh, we are talking about the best pool-related toy. Best pool-related toy. Mark, I'm going to kick, which means you have to go first in this first round. Andrew. Yeah. Here are the great things about a pool. Mm -hmm. You get to go out there. Yeah. You get to relax. Get to swim. You Water, swim, relax. You can float, pee in it, whatever pee you in want. It if you like, where where else are you afforded the ability to urinate yourself while carrying a conversation on with someone else? Yeah, it's a little grin just you, makes its way across n- your face. Name one other place where it's socially acceptable, or that you could literally get away with it. Nowhere. Any other place, someone would see it, they'd get disgusted, they'd run away. Space, I guess, because you got your spacesuits on the in the world, Mark. That's what I said. Not lower orbit. It's an in the world astronaut training camp where you're in the pool, but then you're still in you're the pool. You're still in the pool. Oh, got you again. Nowhere else. Andrew, here's the thing a pool toy is already kind of limited. What are you going to do with a pool toy outside of a pool? Uh, you going to do that diving ring game? Yeah. In like your living room? Those are illegal. Uh, the ring games are not illegal, but uh, they used to. Do you remember they used to have those sticks that you would have to dive for? Yeah, those are. Uh, I don't think they make those anymore because you'll drown. Uh, no, because um, they were weighted. Oh, and they'd stick up. They yeah, you'd throw them. And you'd impale yourself. Yeah, you jump in. They go right in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Sounds to me like honest. Honestly, most of the time when I, I hear read up story, a lot about. Things, things getting going impaled in, in, in your ass and what gets banned. Uh, honestly, I think some, I have a big collection of it. I think right. I think someone put that thing up their butt and <laughs> on purpose, <laughs> and then couldn't it. get it out. 
And then when they were at the hospital, they were like, so... What, uh, what happened? How did this happen? And they didn't want to say, I was lonely and i wanted to put a thing on my butt to see what it's like i uh, was at like, a pool party was... and nobody um, else was there so don't ask them uh this one was worth 50 points mm-hmm. i jumped in ass uh, first but first as i will and uh it went in my butt i landed perfectly exactly uh um now i cleaned off all the pool water and i tried to get it out so that is why it is covered in um ky jelly lubricant yeah yeah um so let's get these things banned now what <laughs> what is the privacy policy of your oh, emergency room this emergency room uh-huh yeah uh i uh, am under 18 uh, so if oh. i so if i had told you this be or after i was behind the closed doors and not just standing here in the <laughs> emergency room shouting it to whoever whoever will listen uh everyone in the emergency waiting room they are also bound by this privacy policy yes is that right they didn't think so oh and you don't block twitter here either no Mm. Mm. what about the youtubes oh those too Mm. Mm. uh andrew i got i got the points the noodle the noodle here's what's great about the noodle Mm -hmm. versatility in an in a world where versatility is not really applauded. Sure. You could float on the noodle. Float on the noodle. You put it underneath your arms and just float standing up like a like Jesus like, on a like, on a relaxing day. I assume Jesus would if Jesus had the ability WWJD put a noodle under your arms. Yeah. What would what would Jesus do in a pool? Yeah. Yeah. Float on the noodle. Float on the noodle. Yeah. You could ride it like a seahorse. Sure. Which is kind of a fun game. Which we've all done. Or you can do what I would always end up doing, which is jousting, where you're riding, you're straddling one noodle, Mm. and then you have another noodle in your arm, and you just bash at each other with it. (laughs) And then whoever, in the panic, like, because the noodle will just shoot off into the air when you're riding it like that. If you go to, when you're you're riding it as though it were a seahorse, and you're king of Atlantis, um and you're fighting with each other, it'll kind of work its way loose and then just shoot into the air and kind of uppercut you under the chin. Yeah. Like um like a rock'em sock'em robot. Yeah, and then you're you get you get your block knocked off. Yeah. And then you kind of nose is pouring blood is pouring yes. out of your nose. Yes. It's a good time for all. Um it's interesting that you didn't you, you use two noodles for that. Because some people do chicken fighting where they'll get on somebody else's shoulders and then use the noodles to try and knock each other off. Which I always thought was weird because they would swing for the top, but no, you swing, you swing for the steed is what yeah. you swing for. So you hit that guy right in the face Just, of this thing. Yeah, poke him in the face. So yeah, goes, yeah, and then if you can get a foot up and kick the uh, girl that's on top of him over, then bitch. Yeah, you are <laughs> king chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so you say the noodle. The noodle. My favorite part of the noodle is the big hole in the middle of it. Some have a big hole. Some uh, I would usually uh, let that fill with water, and then you blow out one end and it pisses everyone off that's on the other end that yeah. just uh just gets uh a, noodle juice a, a rain of uh shitty awful pool water yeah. all over them especially when it's uh like your grandmother that's like i don't want to get my hair wet don't get my hair you're in wet. the wrong place lady you're in a pool all right you are immersed in water yeah saying you don't want to get your hair wet big big pool silly with kids yeah were kids just gonna walk pleasantly around mark the best pool toy the best pool related toy is this 
the volleyball and the volleyball net. Okay. Now, Mark, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a professional pool volleyball player. How do you become professional? Do you have sponsors? I had a magical summer. Okay, what year was this? high school. This was... 1972. Yeah. Volleyball. Um... No, uh, my friend Steve uh, had his own, had a pool. Friend of the show? Uh, I, I don't think he listens, actually. So your friend blank. My friend blank. S blank. I, I went ahead. <laughs> no, that's too specific. Um, uh, um, blank Van Etten. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, S blank. That's S it. Blank. Um, Lisa S. <laughs> no, that's super um, it, my friend Steve had a pool, and it was always a it was always the grand summer tradition to open up the pool with another season of pool volleyball, which uh, there's there's you know there's pool volleyball. It's an Olympic sport, if I remember correctly. This, however, was there was always a lot of very specific needs when it came to this version of pool volleyball. Yeah, because you'd have to hunt down some of the shittiest volleyball equipment that you could find. Can we hold for that plane, please? I'm making a very important point. Do you have elbow pads or? No, uh, you would go to because like you could go and buy like a like a legitimate volleyball setup. Yeah. But uh, my friend worked at this. Steve worked at this place called Maisel's, which was like it was like big lots, but um, a little nicer, but not really. So it was a lot of like off-brand like Kobe electronics. Yeah. And they would sell. Um, they would sell Harry Potter DVDs, but it was like a stage production of Harry Potter. So they put them right by the register, and so people would come in and assume that they're buying Sorcerer Stone or yeah. whatever. But no, this is a this was like a stage version of it. Really? Yeah, this place was crazy. It was like <laughs> like was local like, like local theater. I don't know what um, I want to watch one of these. I things. don't know what what the uh, uh, where the production of this was, but it was like. It was obvious that they were just trying to get a dollar off of confused people that thought, well, this just came out in theaters. I'm surprised it's on DVD so quickly, but oh well, here, kids. Yeah, watch, watch Harry this Potter. stage production of Harry Potter. <laughs> I want to watch this. Anyway, this sounds insane to me. Anyway, um, he, would, you would tr- he would track down these really shitty um, volleyball sets because the ball itself... Uh, like a standard volleyball is kind of like uh, thick and hard. Yeah, these would be like really th- kind of not. They would be like thin rubber, so you get a you you wouldn't be hurting your hands as much on one of these. And so because the, there was no there's no kind of like you know there's a specific way you hit a volleyball with the bump bump bump, bump set spike. Uh, you got to hit like on the on the palms of your hands or on your wrists. But this was a lot of like. Um, a lot of lifts and stuff like that. It, it sounds like the kind of kind of thing you would play four square four square with. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we put together this this shitty we get this shitty ball that carried well and uh, this really awful net. And a lot of times I think he'd just take a like a like a badminton net and he'd string it across this pool. And then the boys of summer came out to play because uh, there. There was a lot of competition in high school when it came to pool volleyball Mm -hmm. that it was a two-on-two affair, and uh, there were a couple rules. No, How how would you establish who gets the deep end? There was no deep end. It was all the same. 
it was like a flat bottom pool it was a above ground oh. above ground oh. pool that was like four feet so not a not like a not a, like a huge pool but enough to that it, it, it you could you had to be able to kind of move quickly but you're not you're not going underwater all the time uh no spiking no spikes that was that was rule one um if you hit it out of the pool you had to get it yourself and then um I feel like there's a third rule. It was like you can't touch the net or something like that. Uh, but beyond that, uh, it was all about learning the corners of the pool because there'd be nothing more satisfying than setting up for a serve and everyone looking, you serve it to the other side, they'd look at it and they'd, they'd think to themselves, oh, this is going to be out. It's going to yeah. hit the edge of the pool. Because if, if it hit up, it was out. If it hit down, it was in. Right. And uh, it was like a square. It was like an oct- It was like six sided. So there would be nothing more satisfying than when you served it and you and it would go over and they'd be like, "It's out! It's out! It's out!" And you'd hear thunk. So the ball would hit right in that corner and it would splash into that water. Yeah. And it would just go hunk, and uh, and you'd ace them right then and there. Mm-hmm. And we are reporting live from Baghdad, everybody. <laughs> the the uh, the government here has shut down all local media so we are really we are your yours your voice on only, the ground only reporting source um <laughs> for pool volleyball related people needs. are desperate to find out if their families are alive and all they they have to wade through 60 minutes of andrew <laughs> and i like talking about pool volleyball. here's the thing about the noodle um so the pool volleyball because there was such a competition and the reason it's the best is because it's such it's so stupid it's dumb but the, I can't explain how much bragging rights were involved in this. In that, at the beginning of the season, my friend Steve announced to all of the ilk that would play in that tur- in that uh, in that league Turney. in the leagues that we would set up is that is he and play. I he and I were going to go undefeated yeah. one summer. And Mark, wouldn't you know it? You never did. We went undefeated that summer. Oh, good. We blanked everyone because it was always a best of three match. Set. Much like best, Much of, the like best. best of the best. It's the best of three setup. So, it's, you know, you take you take one set. They'd take one set. And it was always down to that crucial third set. And um, well, usually whoever told the depressing story about their childhood would win that they final would win set. That. Yes, they would. Uh, it was, but again, always it was it's it's like chess. It's an easy game to learn. Years to master. Hawk and sexagon. Yeah. In, 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 pool. In, yeah. In a sex, sexagon shaped pool. Final arguments. Andrew. Hexagon. It's a hexagon. Right? Or hexagon, it's all on the same side. Stop sign's hexagon, right? And that's an octagon. Is it eight? Octagon is eight. Yeah. Sexagon, sure. Sexagon is six sides. Are you sure this thing had six sides? I'm pretty sure it did because it was like a, it was like diamond. It was almost it was like diamond shaped but it, with six sides. So it was like a long. No, it wasn't diamond two, shaped. It would be. Too long. It, would, it was like, like a ruby. Like a sapphire. Sure. Yes. Yes. Like an emerald. So many corners. It was beautiful, Mark. Andrew. It, you hit it. It just thunk right there. It was your great. personal associations with pool volleyball aside. Yeah. Here's how it usually goes. Mm-hmm. We're going to play pool volleyball. All right, guys. Someone's face goes into the net, rips it. Now you're just a bunch of guys hanging out in a pool with a ball. But the laws of... Noodle joust, noodle relaxation. Mm-hmm. These are t- old as time itself. You hit the other guy in the face with the noodle. 
until the little thing shoots out from between his legs, which all sounds very, very phallic. Yes. But it's not. It's just kind of phallic. Just kind of phallic. Yeah. And also, you didn't. You never answered the question. How are how are you a professional pool volleyball player? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like this was um, this this was not professional league. Oh, it was professional to us. We took to it you. very seriously. There was a there was literally record keeping. We take best of the best very seriously, but it's not professional. We don't we have any pro- sponsors. We were professional arguers. You need a sponsor to be a pro. Yeah, but sounds sounds like your your sounds like it was amateur. No, like amateur league play. We it was. We all took it. it if it if you take it seriously in your mind, you're a pro, right? Like if you literally take it seriously enough, Andrew, you're a pro. Andrew, I would never say I am a professional writer, mm-hmm. even though I take it very seriously, and have only been paid minor sums of money for it. All right, but uh, we're not we're not pro in the sense that we're going to the Olympics, but for the fact that there is a in the specific pool because you change any element of it yeah it's no longer the same league you make it a real ball you make it a specific height of a net and you change the pool right it's not the same league that's the other thing you're not playing with professional equipment you're playing with for this league yes for pv you can't you can't just call it pv yeah that's what we call it, pv pool what did that sound? Oh, okay. for pv i'd get a call andrew pv tonight under the lights and it would just, yeah because uh, then he'd also uh we'd also get uh, which was incredibly dangerous mind you i didn't i never understood how we would have a toaster oven right by the pool we would just tip open a tip one over we'd make english muffins at the same time yeah. they were really good uh the no we butter would, have, would like, fill the nooks and crannies he'd have like uh, clamp lamps uh up and all around the pool on the deck and oh it's like you're like knocking the ball out also yeah. there's like a he had like a like a cd player there as well that would constantly just get the shit kicked out of it yeah you'd like people were aiming and, for it try and play the corner and it'd bounce out and then like just thud right on top of yeah. it his uh, that that uh, red hot chili peppers mix volume three mm-hmm. starts skipping the hits uh and uh, then we'd also play uh in uh in thunderstorms as well and that was also kind of what is the matter with you idiots <laughs> That's how seriously we took it, Mark. Yeah. That's how seriously we took There's it. There's no such thing as a rain out in... in well, you're already wet. In That's pool volleyball. Thing. You're already in the water. Where where was the adult supervision on this? We were teenagers. We were fine. No one's going to drown in that pool. Yeah, but you're going to get electrocuted. Mark, we always you're, did, we did stupid shit Andrew's casual disinterest in having a lightning bolt go through. And his... when, it got to, when it got to... It wasn't like we were in the center of a hurricane. Yeah, like, gale force winds. You'd see the lightning in the in the distance, and you might think, okay, we got another... We can get another set in before we yeah. have to call this a day. Um, and uh, no, it was, it was great fun. But I guess based on the fact that you can't... I, it's It'd be impossible to replicate it. Like, yeah. This is for me personally... The best pool-related toy is the Your, pool volleyball. That you played with in the league that you played with. Yeah. But I could go find a pool anywhere. Yeah. Jump in with a noodle between my legs. And have a great And another time. noodle in my hands. <laughs> and try and, and ride it like a seahorse. Ride it and swing that noodle around. Yeah. And it'll be a good time. All right. All right. I guess I can give it up then. It's one for Mark. But I wish I wish I could have one more game, Just Mark. one more. One, One more, more game, PV. pool volleyball, because there was always. But you know, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same because people have changed. 
I assume the pool's changed. It's post 9-11 world. You know, the pool seems so big then. Now you get in, seems so small. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a post 9-11 world. That's, that's really what's changed. It's changed a lot. <laughs> um, Mark, we're going to move on. Uh, we're talking about pool party. Mark, our next category is the best adult swim show. Best adult swim. Best show, show airing in the adult swim or has aired in the adult swim programming block on, on Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. Mark, the best adult swim show is the Venture Brothers. Venture Bros. Venture Brothers. Mark, this. Do, 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 do. Yeah. We'll pop in some music here. Do, do. Ass clam. Mark, you you see shows like Johnny Quest. Yeah. Herculoids. Yeah. You got this gallivanting family of science and industry just going. Having adventures. Having adventures. And uh, as a kid, you think, that all looks great. Why can't my shitty family be like that? Fun and interesting. Dr. Quest uh, bringing along his bodyguard, his his young son, and his adopted... um, Indian child along with his dog. Why they is go there off, no mother in this situation? They go off and have great adventures, fight uh, guys in frogmen suits and sharks, Doctor Zinn, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but uh, what happens if uh, Johnny Quest grew up? Yeah, like what would happen to him? How does he feel about the world, living in the shadow of his great dad, who his is always putting him in danger? Great dad, of man of science, well respected. Uh, but now he's kind of fucked up because he had to go on all these crazy adventures and get kidnapped all the time. Mm-hmm. That's no way to raise a child. And now, now what? And that's what the Venture Brothers looks at. You have the you have this, the show surrounds uh, Doc Venture, Doctor Venture, Rusty Venture, who is a Johnny Quest type who is now grown up, living in the shadow of his father. Venture Industries. Venture Industries is now this dilapidated, broke. falling apart industry of this once respected titan of science but now his dad's dead and he's just kind of a deadbeat and a slimy asshole to begin with kind of addicted probably addicted to pain kid he's got, he's got drug problems there's just a lot of issues but because his of his family ties and the fact that he is he is kind of knowledgeable in super science yeah um he uh, also has his bodyguard brock samson brock samson the man now well now sergeant hatred now part of osi but uh Sergeant Hatred has replaced him, but originally Brock Sampson, who is this big burly race bannon type that mm-hmm. uh, is uh, even more ultra violent, ultra violent with a mullet and just a killing machine. Yeah, uh, and he also has two inept sons, Hank and Dean, uh, who are twins. No, they're not twins. They're paternal twins. Uh, well, they they come from a tube. Yeah. Well, you later find out that they're clones, but. Uh, it's it it's not really established how or when or who their mother is, but yeah. there's hints here and there, uh, and they uh, they get raised and educated in their beds. Every time they go to sleep, their beds are programmed to teach them things while they sleep. From the it, info info from the 1950s, that yeah, the Rusty never updated, even though these are the very beds that he grew up in. So uh, it, the family's fucked up all around, but yet they still gallivant and run through super science and and. Uh, Rusty also has a um, arch nemesis, the Monarch. Yep. Who um, was raised by monarchs, monarch butterflies, after his family died in a plane crash, or so, so he ridiculous. says. Uh, he also it, once I start. Here's the issue, Mark: is once you start explaining the plot of the Venture Brothers, 
you are explaining and explaining and explaining because so it many is there's incredibly... so many threads. When we say every frame, every frame is just packed. It's just so dense. Or one of the, one of the yeah one of the best things about that show is that every episode is so packed that when you get to the end of the episode it just ends yeah they like, just they're just like we, we're out of time we can't tell you anymore we'll see you next week on better so much shit is going on and uh, the other thing that's really nice is what they've done is um, the reason it's the best show is because uh, a lot of people knock this the show for being kind of up its own ass because when you start explaining it like every single character has their own motivations and interests and are involved in things and while things are tied while characters are tied to one another like they these these the creators of the show have gone to doc hammer and um astro base go what the fuck is his name he's the the, the um they do they essentially do all of the voices most well. of them like they They've, this season they've started adding more people bill Hader was in it bill, Paget brewster was in the most recent one yeah but it's all they're all like one-offs except for doc and hank and dean like a lot of the main um the, the main cast members are all these these the same guys. people yeah uh so that's why you start listening and you're like hatred sounds like um colonel gentleman and then you, you start hearing similar sounding voices coming from other other people yeah well, i guess brock's the other one with patrick warburton but but he only plays the one yeah he plays brock. anyway uh the thing that's really nice is that they've gone ahead and really delved into all of these characters where you watch them and even though they're stupid and silly they do have that there's always that fatal flaw that they always have that every character has because it sounds like a crazy wild show, but when you watch it, you're like, "This is depressing as hell." Because the, like the, they've stuck, they've said that the main theme of the show is failure. Failure. Everybody in the show is broken in some capacity. Like there's nobody, nobody here that it, it, you look to and you're like, "This person is doing all right." This is this is the guy. This is the guy we're rooting for, yeah. really, because everyone has got some kind of fatal flaw that it that is their downfall, and nothing, nobody's successful. Like, um, everybody has that, that burden. Uh, anyway, uh, great characters, great plot, and it's, it's, like, frenetic. The only issue is, is that the, this is, like, it, when we, when you talk about, like, auteur, mm -hmm. um, either, like, filmmaking or television making, it's effectively, like, Louis and this, yeah. where, like, the it's person putting this together, it's just these guys, they're the ones who are they write all the scripts they do all the voices they like they're jensen? executive producing is it doc hammer and jensen jensen no it's um it's uh doc hammer i fucking interviewed him too and i can't remember his fucking name oh i know it's real insulting um uh these guys do uh everything everything in the show and that it, it takes forever yeah uh to get more episodes because you could you could churn these things out however you wanted to but because it takes forever you only get 10 episodes a season they're, and they're uh, pretty uh jackson public jackson that's public. the guy's name uh you only get 10 episodes a season and then you have to wait like two or three years for another another round because and they're they're really meticulously written the the mythology is huge it's like game of thrones really yes everything is connected like one-off jokes and back episodes like there's a character now that has popped up that has become a, a big part of this season that was just a throwaway joke in a, the first season 
Monstroso? Uh, no, um, uh, St. Cloud. Yeah. Is uh, in, there's a episode in the first season when Doc is throwing a yard sale. We see this one-off character find like a box of nudie magazines and he's, oh, nudie magazines. Uh, but now he's a, he has become a, an arch nemesis of Billy and, Quiz boy uh, Billy. and um, white conjectural industries <laughs> yes uh but it's a, it's a great show it's a great show it's a wonderful show really packed really interesting it's like you got to sit down and you got to watch it all because if you watch the first season like everything changes so much that it's like originally it starts at this as this like brock loves zep J- johnny quest parody uh and then just morphs into this this like labyrinth thing yeah. of plot threads that are just happening everywhere there's this huge world of osi and the guild of calamitous intent and the council of 13 there's so and it's like which it, which is a bummer because when you get between seasons you forget all that stuff happened yeah. and so when a big reveal happens in like a current season you're like oh is that i don't i don't mm, think i remember that i don't remember that guy and which is weird because adult swim shows tend to do this too where it starts as one thing and then it just like it's Morphs. like moral oral yeah. is, a, is one that people point to where it starts. It's like, oh, it's this Davy and Goliath parody. And, but then it gets to by the end of it, and you're just like, this is, this is fucked up. Like, I don't know what I'm watching anymore. Venture Brothers, though. Check it out. Best Adult Swim Show. Andrew, the best Adult Swim Show ever is one of the originals, or one of the early ones, home movies. Um, all right. Now, here's the great thing about home movies. Mm-hmm. More or less introduced us to, and I know what you're going to say. It originally ran on the UPN network. It did. But First season, yes. Where did it where did it have its following? Where did mm. Paula Poundstone start making that sweet, sweet cash before? Um, wait, wait, don't tell me. She was off the show by the time it moved to Cartoon Network. Are you sure? Yep. They just had a really good sound alike. That sound alike is really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> where did this show catch its catch catch its big break? Uh, it, I mean, it started uh, I, Adult Swim. I'm not Adult I, Swim. I, I was just gonna bring it up. Everybody knows that. Yes, and <laughs> Shaq made all his money in college. Everybody knows this. <laughs> um, and basketball. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, Andrew's sketching. No, up. I'm listening. He's doing like a tracing of the quarter over there. So that might be a prize next week. Um, what what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, Mark. It doesn't seem like you're listening. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's home movies because it introduced uh, John Brent, Benjamin, Brendan, John Benjamin, and Brendan Small. and Brendan Smalls, who are very important. Mm-hmm. And of course, without Brendan, without the success of Home movies, mm-hmm. success in quotation marks. Would we have Archer? Would we have Metalocalypse? We might have Archer. We wouldn't have Metalocalypse. But um, also, we wouldn't have um, home movies. We is, wouldn't have Bob's Burgers. Right. Lauren Bouchard is our, and um, is usually the guy that's credited with a lot of. It's like Brendan Small and Lauren Bouchard created home movies, and Lauren Bouchard went on to do. Um, as far Bob as I can, as far as I can remember, home movies was kind of the flagship of Adult Swim for a while. No, 
what was the flagship of Adult Swim? Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Sea Lab 2021. Sea Lab, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. I mean, Her- it was, Harvey it was, Bird, those it came was after. The, no, in that in that like gen, in that like first push, yeah, of Adult Swim in terms of original programming, they, they would had, have they had um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, still going somehow. Uh, C Lab twenty twenty one, which was really only good for the Harvey first Birdman, and then Space Ghost. Coast Space Coast. Ghost was good, and then uh, Home Movies was then brought in. They brought they bought the rights to it and then started producing it themselves. Right, but that wasn't in that first push, uh, and then they 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 um, but they had to cut corners around it, so they started animating it in Flash. Right, so that's why the Squiggle Vision, Vision stuff kind of went away, away, which is good because it looked that it first season is unwatchable. A bit. Andrew, here's the thing. Um, then the Brack show. Yes. What they were able to do with home movies is very similar to what ended up happening with uh, Family Guy, of course. Yes. And you set a precedent of here's this thing. Here's this, not even a network. Here's this hour, what is it, three hours every other night? Uh, when it started, it was like three hours on Sundays. Sundays. Yes. Here's this haven of adult-minded animation programming yeah that you know maybe maybe 10 or 15 years ago you get away with an animated series in prime time but you can't anymore the simpsons a you you could have one well what else was there what simpsons and king of the hill but those are anomalies those are outliers the critic 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 didn't last dilbert didn't last um father of the pride I think you just made that show up. No. I know that was a show, but that show was on for what? Six, six episodes? Six episodes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I mean, UPN UPN was trying to get at a younger demo, a younger yeah. audience. So they greenlit... Um, Dilbert was on UPN, I think. Yep. And then they, they did a show called Gary and Mike. They also did one that was like a video game kind of inspired uh, cartoon. I don't remember what its name was. Uh, they did the. <laughs> when you keep. Reboot. No, not reboot. <laughs> uh, you got to tap it. You can't just hold it. You got to go reboot. Uh, the PJs was on Fox, Fox for and a little bit, and that was a claymation. The WB for a while. They also had. God, the Devil, and Bob on NBC. NBC, yes. Uh, there was, but a, these are all big animation. I mean, I would say failures. Like these are shows that just didn't ha- find an audience. Yeah, it's. But not, now, but now here we are. We have we you you want to speak to a specific younger demographic because broadcast high teenagers such a wide net. You want eighteen to thirty four year old males right. is really what we're talking about. Uh, but you say home movies. You think home movies inspired this renaissance of broadcast and primetime animation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because, like, you you mentioned Aqua Teen, Sea Lab, and Space Ghost. Yes. And Space Ghost... Had been on for years prior to that. Had been on for years prior to that, but also you don't see Space Ghost-type shows. If you look at the shows that are on now, like Venture Brothers... And yeah. you think what what paved the way for these for this specific show? No, it's stuff I, that I've... was in the vein of, or also also the fact that they show, um, what is it, Family Guy, like six hours a night now I think, at this point, no, I right? Think fa- I think Space Ghost inspires a lot of the um, a lot of the programming on Adult Swim right now. I think home movies is the outlier right you think so because it's like um you had this y- 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 serialized well, all right so um um 
uh, Venture Brothers aside, which is a half hour, everything else is kind of these 15-minute quick hits where it's like uh, Frisky Dingo or um, Moral, Moral Oral or um, uh, 12 Ounce Mouse, China, Illinois. Like, what do you think, what is more like home movies in, in those versus what is more like Space Ghost? That it's this weird little show. China, China Illinois, I guess, is its own thing that's that's more from it's uh it's internet base right yeah the professor brothers videos that brad neely did Mm -hmm. which are wonderful yeah but you say home movies in home movies home movies did start adult swim i think it did important things it was the show that i was watching yeah um was c lab 15 minutes yes I, i really only ever watched the bebop cola one and i watched that one a lot that's a, that was that got weird by the end of that 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 run too they were all 15 minute shows except for um certain episodes of space ghost i think went half hour but occasionally most of them were 15 minute and then um uh home movies was i think their first half hour one that they did but it wasn't they they brought that off they brought that from outside network yeah well, I think that John Benjamin's involvement, I think that McGurk is one of those iconic animated characters. I think that it was it was just such an odd show. Yeah, it was odd. And it's the kind of show that isn't going to exist anywhere but... Cable. Specifically Adult Swim mm. at that period. All right. I guess I could see that. Mark, final arguments. Um, uh, while I do love home movies... I don't necessarily agree that home movies was the engine that drove Adult Swim. I think um, by that point, Adult Swim had gotten really popular on the back of Family Guy. Yeah, I think by the I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is neat!" Like the early adopters will say um, that had jumped in and started watching it when it was in its infancy, mm-hmm. when it was only running on those Sundays and those hours, and and it, they had like seven episodes apiece. Um, they had like seven episodes a piece in terms of their run and they would see the same episodes over, over and over and over and over again. Uh, and home movies is a great show, but I, I think it got, I think it got forgotten a lot of times that it was on cause it ran for four seasons. Yeah. And the first season ran on UPN. Yes. Um, but, uh, by the fourth season, like they, I, you know, if they had wanted to put more money, if they wanted to renew it, they could have, but I think they were already eyeing up like, um, looking to turn that thing into the, college-based 18 to 34-year-old grabber that it, it became. Yeah. Where they bought uh, off-network off, off syndication rights to Futurama. They bought off-network syndication rights to The Family Guy. And now they have off-network syndication rights to King of the Hill. Yeah. So um, uh, so I disagree with that argument. But what it also did something that's very special with kind of this imp- somewhat improvised in yes. animated stuff. Like, generally, the way animated things are recorded is one actor goes into the booth, leaves, you know, records all their lines, leaves, and then another person goes in. Yes. But they would actually have Brendan Smalls and McGurk in the booth at the same time, so, and you would get a really interesting sound and a patter between the two of them, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and they'd do multiple takes. They'd be like, we need you to get from A to C and by way of B yeah. and it, you know, you just take it from there. So a lot of alternate takes and you definitely get a, a, a good rhythm. And 
Um, it's I think animation McGurk's, style. I think McGurk's whole thing about how he has tattoos all over his body yes. was improvised. Yes. And you wouldn't you wouldn't get improvised lines in in an animated series generally. So I think it's very special for that. And the animation allows for that too. That it's it's kind of sparsely animated. So it's very much. But the whole thing is 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 you know you look back to Doctor Katz like that's exactly where all this all this comes from. Yeah. Um, but with Venture Brothers, like everything about that show is so tight. It is that you there's like not there's not a lot of room for that single, improvisation. There's not a single wasted line in that entire show. That yeah. there's like there's jokes or you're getting it, it's like obviously most scripts you kind of need you you don't have a lot of room to, to mess about but with this it's like you got 22 minutes and they have such a such a tight storytelling process that they're just like every single second every single line every action every background character everything, everything needs to have something important and the fact that it's only on the backs of these two guys Jackson Public and Doc Hammer that are putting this two whole names thing, we'll never forget put, putting this whole thing together is in, in in amazing and it, it like makes you wish that it, it's like it's good and bad that you're like this is this is good great stuff i'm really excited interested invested in all of this but it sucks that i have to wait for 16 months this, between things yes this thing to come to come around again for these these guys not to get burnt out on putting this stuff together um and it's it's good to see um it's nice to see that level of investment and involvement in um, an animated show like that. Like with home movies, again, home movies is a great show. I'm not going to knock home movies, but um, like the the animation, the the animation is cheap. Yeah, and it's done so specifically because it suits this. And they don't have it. They just didn't have a lot of money. They just didn't exactly, exactly. So. Um, you know, they, there's end arounds, and there's some stuff that looks nice. Yeah, like they really they did this nice thing at the top of season two. Like season one was Squiggle Vision, and it looked like shit. And then you get to season two, and there's a the first episode in the season two is Brendan is confronted by this bully, is played by Emo Phillips, mm-hmm. and um, Brendan gets uh, he becomes class president, I believe, and so, but he did it on the back of this bully intimidating his vo- all the voters. So now the bully has carte blanche to do whatever he wants. And at the top of the second act, there's this really nice little um, animated like vignette that they do of him like running roughshod over the hallway. And it's got this really poppy music behind it as he's like dunking people in toilets. Yeah. And, and uh, they couldn't do that with Squiggle Vision. It just didn't account for that. But still, it doesn't look great. But with Venture Brothers, like somebody took the time. HD sharp looks good. Somebody took the time and effort to invest in this show. Yeah. And even though you're getting ten episodes a season out of out of these creators, like they're it's worth it. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's incredibly admirable that Adult Swim and that Cartoon Network sticks with it because um, with these fifteen minute things, like it's, it's again you said, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force is still on. But you know, it's like should it be? You just punch out these fifteen-minute like. Uh, um, Meatwad is dumb. Yeah. Oh my God! There's a big butt you, monster. You guys are high, anyways. You yeah. Don't care. Yeah. And so then it happens, and then that looks like shit too, because it's yeah. all flash animated and just looks like garbage. So. Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers wins. Yeah. Best for the win. Yeah. Great show. 
Mark, we're going to move on to our final topic. You need here. a like Venture Brothers encyclopedia to watch that show now. It's tough. Like there's a lot of there's so many characters. There's a website called Mantis Eye Experiment that I consult every week after a show has premiered because it's like this is a reference to this 70s toy that's, which was mentioned in episode three and you need to keep an eye on this that's the other thing too is that they they, they it's not like they just pull stuff out of thin air too yeah. like there's a recent episode involved um referencing that uh doc's father was was um in the uh, Gulf of Greece, like he was yeah. off the sh- off the coast of Greece, uh, attending the, the wedding of Jackie Onassis, and that it was weird. And and, and L. Ron uh, Hubbard shows up. L. Ron Hubbard was there, and and, and then you're like, that's crazy. Like, why uh, why all those specific influences? And then you actually read about it, and you're like, oh man, she but, she did marry this oil magnate, and it was kind of Greece. Yeah, it was at a private. Like this is something that Doc's father would have yeah. would have attended. Um. So the the breadth of uh, knowledge that they have as well of American history in the 1960s is it's like 70s. yeah weird it's pretty crazy weird pop culture and weird real. space age uh, like uh, there was a there was a weird joke where Dean or Hank is playing with 23s his name is Gary now uh, toys and he's like these these aren't toys these are commemorative busts and stuff like that 24 24 and he says no it's a toy and he's like how do you even play with this stuff and he says well maybe this one and 24 looks at it and he says quisp yeah <laughs> has to fight uh and he says the micronaut <laughs> to defend whatever and it's like those are just made up words you would think but those are actually toys from the 60s the micronauts and quisp was some adventurer i don't know it's crazy it's yeah, ridiculous yeah it's it it goes into that big pile of shows where when you watch it, you're like, I couldn't, I can't, write, I wouldn't be able to write one of these. I also can't watch it with anyone else. Yeah, you need to Kevin sit, Faust, pe- I guess. You and Kevin yeah, Faust. Yeah, yeah. People who sit down who and watching this for sit years. and process it, and if somebody asks, "Who's that? Who's that guy?" You're just like, "No, nope. get out." <laughs> Mark, we're gonna move on to our final mystery topic. This is again, as I stated, our mystery topic. So we have no idea what we it's don't gonna know be. What it is. Had no idea we were gonna Could come be to anything. a one to one needing a time i get nervous every time we go one-to-one because i worry that this will be the time when we don't have a thing but mark andrew i saw you were doing an etching i was doing an etching earlier and interestingly enough john muir in the back of the quarter that i was tracing holding a note in his hand oh my as he's looking over yosemite really and uh using forensic science and a micron holding, holding it closely to your eye micron microscope built into my glasses I was able to read what he wrote. And here's what he wrote. He wrote, best dive at a pool party. At a pool party. So a best, the best dive you can perform at a pool party. Yeah. Which I didn't know John Muir was such an avid partier, let alone he loved, in he diving. He loved nature. He loved diving. He loved people. He loved it It's all. a natural. Mark, go ahead and call in the air. Heads. Get his heads. Andrew. Kick or receive? Gonna receive. Gonna receive. Andrew, the best dive at a pool party is the belly flop. The belly flop. You are sacrificing yourself for the good of all. Yeah. You got a bunch of people in the pool. You got that one guy who's like, I used to dive in college. I didn't know a few things. Does a backflip or whatever. Triple gainer. No, No, he's always that guy that's like, when he jumps, uh, you know, he's like, 
oh man, cool pool. And he like takes off his shirt. And then he, when he dives into the pool, instead of like climbing down a ladder or doing the steps or sitting down and like sliding in, always that like three, three step. And then like head first, hands out, hands out, kind of a pencil dive. It's like, what a dickhead. Fuck that guy. No, no. It's the guy that shows off the guys. It's like, you remember in, uh, <laughs> boogie nights. Sure. It's like, can you do a gainer? Let me show you what you did wrong. And he like lands on his back and he's screaming. You remember that scene? Yeah. Anyways, it's always yeah. Or you know the the, the ladies will do a, a simple pencil dive. Or it's very mm-hmm. elegant. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Small splash. But what you want is you want everybody to look at you as you kind of ready yourself and build things up. And they're like, is he gonna? He's gonna cannonball. Everybody's gonna cannonball and just get us all wet because he's a dick. But no, you go, you jump. Total swan dive right on your chest. Yeah. You still splash everyone, mm-hmm. but people don't hate you so much because they, they empathize with your pain and they realize life is short. And <laughs> that sting across your chest, as we all watch and laugh, mm-hmm. that sting was for us. Well, the pain, the pain is short, but the memory but is forever. Forever. Yeah. 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 So you say the belly flop. Belly flop with a with a sense of humor about it. Mm. Mark, the best dive to perform at a pool party is the can opener. Can opener. You're uh, you're running off, uh, you know, you're running around the deck, you're on the diving board, whatever you're doing. You say, hey everyone, look at me. You run out, grab that knee, tuck it back, and then just land on your ass. And then you want to talk about splashdown. Yeah. You're t- that's a target. That's a laser beam of water. Mm-hmm. The, the, the cannonball, that's, that's like, that's Hiroshima. all over the place. That's just this wanton destruction. The, the can opener, though, you're driving that water forward to whoever you're facing. Yeah. It's an and ICB. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, a bunker buster. Laser guided. Of water proportions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of skill, flexibility to it. You know, you're not just grabbing both knees. You're just grabbing the one. Mm-hmm. Stick that leg out. Can, yeah, open that can. Open that can of fun, mm-hmm. Mark. It's you know, summer. Yeah, you know it's time. Yeah, it's the biggest party of the summer. So I say the can opener. Can Best opener. dive to perform at a pool party. Andrew, final arguments. Yeah. Andrew, the belly flop, it's accessible. It's understandable. It's amusing to all involved. It's build. You're building up the pomposity of the guy who's like, I used to dive in college. Yeah, you're showing that that guy. You know what? Guess what, man? We're all in the same water, mm-hmm. and this water takes. This this water giveth. This water taketh away. You can only really do the belly flop once, though. That's if if it's well executed. That's all you need to do. Because you can't like if you. How do many it- times are you gonna be can opening? You just psh, climb back out. You know, back you out. know, however many, however many it takes to, to really hit that salad bar. Yeah, really hammer home uh, how oh, you got those. You got their uh, was it beets? Yeah, no, I don't not really beets. about that. Uh, but, but with you gonna fire this grill up? Good. Hang on. Yeah, just, just go ahead and uh, knock that out. I'm just saying, Mark, and there's also a level of skill to it. There's no, skill you're to putting it. your foot. It, the, I know it's radio, but Andrew. He's uh, he's putting one leg out and he's tucking his there. knee. I just did it. There's yeah. no sacrifice. There's no concern. A, a, a belly flop. 
How hard is that? You at least you know that you're hurting. It's like falling. It is falling flat on your face. It's very difficult to do without flinching at the end. You have mm-hmm. to commit mm-hmm. to what you are about to do. I just I I don't see there's um the belly flop I feel like is uh the the McDonald's of 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 dives. Well what what would the can opener be? I'd say like the Panera slightly better. Like the Starbucks. Yeah. I mean it's still quick service food, but at least it's a little bit more respectable than just uh shoveling this this dive down people's throats and just saying, Here, take it. Deal with it. Dickhead. Because with with the belly flop, like um, uh, there's only I I only feel like only lower class people are gonna uh, going to appreciate it. It's um, oh really? Yeah, it's like the three too good. It's the for the belly flop. Three stooges. My how the tables have turned. I'm just saying it's a lower it's a lower form of dive, and I'm not saying that we all need to communicate to each other in in triple half calves and. And whatnot, mm-hmm. mocha whips, but um, I'm just saying the the belly flop is the lowest common denominator of dives to be performed. It's in fact uh, you even hesitate to call it a dive. What are you talking about? That is a legitimate dive. No, it's essentially falling into the water. It's like saying that's that's what I'm telling you. It's like that's it's all like any dive is falling down a staircase. We're all falling. It's like falling. We're united in the fact that this dive is a perfect metaphor for life. You start out with such great ambition and intentions, mm-hmm. but the only way to truly win is to accept that we're all in the same water. Uh, it's also the only dive that, that you girl can probably do. peed. There's no probably about it. She Not peed. Everybody peed. Uh, it's the only dive you can also do accidentally, right? No, you could accidentally. No, you can't accidentally do a triple gainer. I've seen it. Or the uh, triple Lindy. No. Yeah, I guess not. Because <laughs> you got to dive to what different... What does that shatter your kneecaps? you got to dive to different... Uh, three different... Three yeah. different diving boards to get on that one. You can't do a triple Lindy accidentally. You can do a back... You can do a, uh, um, a belly flop accidentally, very easily. In fact, I think it's harder to do one purposefully than accidentally. That's what I'm saying. Right? You're doing it on... When you do it on purpose, it gives it that... that taste of uh but but that's also like that's also like saying man it's all it's really hard to fall down a staircase purposely that's that's what everybody loves about uh buster keaton the way the man could throw himself down a staircase or have a gallon of water or have gallons of water dropped on his neck and shatter his vertebra and not realize it for another 30 years later Mm -hmm. it's a pratfall so you're 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 celebrating the clown part of diving yes it's the thinking man's clown <laughs> what dive assuming, would buster keaton have done assuming you do I, a belly flop i don't know i think he'd do like a can opener no i don't think he would because uh you know it's always it's always about deflating the um the pompousness of, yeah the uh, pomposity the, of the higher, those around the higher him. class so what better than a belly flop you look the fool while also people are laughing at you can opener we're laughing with laughing with no there's no laughing with people are like what a dummy he he just he just They're killed his with stomach me, <laughs> killed his stomach and, and legs to uh fall face first into the water or you come cutting into that water with a can opener yeah 
push that wave right over them. You know, here's Lord Featherbottom with uh, his monocle and his pipe. What? I know. <laughs> Big, huge tidal wave yeah. wash over him. I mean, you know, the cannonball is uh, is usually what's considered that that's the way to, to wreck it. But the, with the can opener, again, laser guided, laser focused. Because with the cannonball, you might you might get the slobs wet as well. Mm-hmm. But um, no, with the can opener, you're just you you might as well be controlling a, a, like a drone strike of 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 water related proportions. Yeah, I mean, you're soaring overhead with your um, remote controlled camera and then you say fire super soaker pops out of it and just sprays down those those hoity toities yeah and then you get the girl yeah but with the belly flop everyone's laughing at you you're not you're not doing anything you're making yourself look like an idiot you're degrading all of us by doing a belly flop no i'm taking the belly flop back no you're not taking it back for anybody i did it on purpose yeah i knew what i was doing you still look like a jerk though explain that that you know, you did it on purpose to look like an asshole, and now what? I didn't. You're do still it an t- asshole. No, I did not. But what's the difference? You do a belly flop. Intention. The intent is the difference. You're not getting anyone's goat by doing a belly flop. I'm. I'm showing. That I think they learned something. I think I made them feel something. No, they're gonna. They're gonna give. They're gonna get in their Lexuses, and they're not gonna learn a goddamn thing. They're gonna say, "Honey, don't be like that. Don't be like that awful man." <laughs> Who fell forward into the pool, and and nearly killed himself in the process? We we want you to train for real diving. Yeah. But if uh, that um, party hardy party monster in the Hawaiian shirt, yeah, says, uh, "Let's get this party started." Sprints out, busts out a can opener, splashes uh, little Lord Fauntleroy, and uh, you know his other um, hematomic uh, albino <laughs> friends. Then, then now, yeah. now we know who to who to root for. Who's on our side? If cat, it's the Caddyshack of dives. It is yours. Your the the um, belly flop is is the um, Andrew. I guess I I guess the subtleties of my humorous dive of the belly flop are just a little too much for you for you. <laughs> so I guess I have to give it up. Uh huh. I guess as far as accessibility of the smart man. Di- smart man's dive the the can opener is the way to go yeah making our score you can you can 35, argue, you can argue that the 35. belly flop you can argue all day that the belly flop is the andy kaufman of dives but it's not it's the jeff dunham of dives no yeah no yeah we're laughing at you you fucking idiot racist <laughs> why it's jeff dunham does racist humor oh yes yes he does yeah, yeah. see it's funny because it's a dead terrorist He's got a puppet. Get it? Uncomfortable. This is going to do it for best of the best. Uh, with that win, uh, it brings us to a tie ball game, a 35-35. Uh, if you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by listening to us at theflickeringbox.wordpress.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can subscribe to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All of that information at theflickeringbox.wordpress.com. And, hey... Here's something fun. If you would like to email us and comment on what you just heard or past episodes, you can always do that by emailing us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. Anything else, Mark? Andrew, 
September 17th. September 17th. The torch. The torch will be will passed. Will be passed. Do we have another hint as to what this One more thing. Be? Oh, my goodness. Just to wet your Oof. whistle here. This is, very, this is exciting. This is, this this is going to be good. very exciting. This is going to be good. The names. The names. Have been changed. The names have been changed. The names. The torches will be passed, and the names have been changed. Have been changed. Again, I, I'm still tempted to think it's going to be the premiere of that Robin Williams The crazy sitcom. ones. Yeah. Yeah. He plays like a PR, like an advertising executive. So it's like Mad Men, but funny, right? Yeah. No, it's not that. This is much bigger. I don't know. Robin Williams returning all to broadcast of television. For That's a all of big us, deal. Andrew. I mean, Mork and Mindy was a while this ago. This is big. This is big. September 17th. The torch will be, be there. Passed. Yeah. Be there. Names have been changed. Names have been changed. Oh. Also, I discovered that if you listen to our show at 1.5 speed mm-hmm. on Stitcher. Stitcher. It's much much more listenable because I talk slowly. Yeah. Maybe we should all we will all speak faster. I can't. I can only speak as fast as I can speak. Andrew, I'm going to play this out. Yeah. <laughs>